Lights start a blinking, those handcuffs click. You know who to call, and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, uh, Better Call Saul podcast covering episode two of season three, titled Witness. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, uh, and introduce yourself, uh, I guess, across from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Samantha Russell. And I'm Brian Craig. We are uh, Henley-less. Michael Henley-less. Michael-less. Well, we're not Michael-less. I'm, I'm here. Um, we're Michael-less. Uh, tonight, so it's a it's a weird configuration around the uh, around the old uh, recording studio kitchen table. Uh, I would like to say once again that we accept your reviews for uh, this podcast, uh, and we did get one. Uh, we did get one, yeah. But but okay, not great, oh, not really? great. Uh, the most objective thing in there, of course, uh, is the sound quality. So we'll make an effort to just kind of lean in a little bit more. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I believe this person listened to our preseason one, where we pretty much outright said, um, "This is a little meandering." Yeah, uh, we didn't really have a plan for for mm-hmm. this kind of uh, for this particular podcast, uh, and that was the main complaint. Okay. Uh, the the thesis statement of that particular podcast, I guess. Um, so that's fair. It is fair. It's, it's it's quite fair. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they did not. They don't think any of us are, are very funny. That's, oh, I mean, again, it's fair, fair enough. Super fair, fair enough. Super yeah. fair. I don't uh, think I'm very funny either. So, yeah. To be uh, to be fair, the person did listen to all of it. Oh, good. Which is it's surprising. Yeah, they listen it to the plugs, like, and they're going to come to our show. They did listen. <laughs> they did listen to the plugs uh, because they said, "I guess they do things like that," you know. Um, what? And then ended with, uh, "But they do show a commitment." To do this each week during the season, and that's commendable. Something along those lines. Uh, keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> keep, ah, it up. keep it up. Keep, keep up the terrible those work. Kids got spunk. Yeah. Uh, so, did they have a, a good username at least? I don't remember what it oh, what it is. Right. Uh, I don't want to call them. No, uh, I just much. Mm, after uh, the show. After the show, we'll talk. Yeah. About. I mean, if anybody's curious, okay. you can always just go to uh, <laughs> when you rate and review. You can read the others. Cool. Uh, but well, that person yeah. is in the running. <laughs> for, <laughs> our prize. Uh, yeah, for our prize, which I believe is going to be a uh, Nita Will Call McGill shirt. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to sit a little close to the mic and talk a little louder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to be more funny. Oh, wait. No. We'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. So you think. Never we'll mind. see. Yeah. So you think. Cool. So we're going to begin with. Um, crystal clear sound. Crystal clear sound here <laughs> on the Breaking Goodman podcast uh, with the Jimmy line, Jimmy storyline, Jimmy mm-hmm. line. Um, and uh, we open up with Chuck. Chuck is up. He's peeping, peeping around, mm-hmm. looking, looking for, uh, um, did you assume Jimmy? Did you assume like what was, yes. what was going on here? Yeah, 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 yeah. me too. For sure. Um, uh, and then they reveal that uh, the one guy is there kind of playing Playing mm-hmm. cards. Yeah, that was a weird because uh, it did. It, they did it in a mirror, which is yeah. always a fun way to reveal a person that may or may not be a ghost is sitting in a room. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, reflected sorry, yeah. in a mirror with a, with a guy yeah. who is not very mentally stable. Uh-huh. So. Uh, and something we've never seen before. Yeah. Mentioning that just because I just watched it um, about so I finished fresh. about a half hour ago, so it's super fresh. It's super fresh, um, which is not around anymore. I don't think, right? <laughs> the supermarket. May, may, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's Acme. Huh. Uh, Meander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That was a fair oh, oh, we're already off. Uh, so uh, it's it is it's quite clear uh, things the events that just happened and there's a lot of background, a lot of stuff in the background in this particular episode. Th- things that are happening in the background, like mm-hmm. big things. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about um, Gus and whatnot. Um, you talk about the reflection. Sure. Um, and uh, when Mike is watching uh, Poyos mm-hmm. uh, through a rearview mirror, so there's with, a, just yeah, a, a whole kind of reflection and background yeah. thing that this mm-hmm. particular episode was um, was was going through, um, which I think I guess was one of the big things I really enjoyed about the the episode in general. Yeah. There was also a lot of staying awake. That was yeah. needed in, yeah. like, in the episode because Chuck's doing it mm-hmm. sort of in the beginning, and then and Mike's doing it. That the, the uh, Gus's guys are doing okay. it. Like, yeah. they're, they're focused on no staying awake. Yeah, you need those eight hours. 
when you're uh, doing bad shit. <laughs> um, Eight hours sounds fantastic. <laughs> What's that like? Yeah. Uh, so Chuck is, he's up, he's, he's peeping, um, guy's playing cards, we find out, I mean, I assumed as much that he was some sort of guy that... Like a PI, yeah. 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 Um, so he's a PI, and they're just waiting. Mm-hmm. They're it just felt waiting. like a, a poor man's uh, Jim Beaver to me. Yeah. yeah. He was a pretty low, re- he was a low rent <laughs> uh, private investigator. I can't imagine they're spending too much money on that. No. Um, although Howard... Uh, Howard seemed to think he so. He bought a little at the price <laughs> yeah. that he's paying for it, but he's probably getting a cut rate yeah. nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then we go to the... Uh, well, before we move on, do you have anything <clears throat> you want to add to... Uh, I did find it interesting that uh, when they were talking, he's playing with the cards, and he yeah. said that they used to be at a casino, but then they, they put the hole in them, yeah. and Chuck fo- oh, focused on, oh, well, then that way nobody can cheat with them. I don't, It just seemed like he's yeah. always on the prowl for the Jimmy-type person, yeah. you know, like that he's knowing that that's the benefit of having these the hole in the card. Yeah. I don't know. And he's also classic Chuck. Oh, you can move that red five up. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chuck's yeah. playing him yeah. on how Chuck's to play his game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we go to the, we go to the office and, uh, Jimmy is painting mm-hmm. and he's got that, uh, uh, I guess Wexler, Wexler McGill, Wexler, WM, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is, he mentions later, doesn't look like a stock market crash, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of does. Um, and, uh, the, the colors there, what was it? It was blue, blue and like a, and like a yellowish. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe some, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe something to that. Uh, yeah, I think they're trying to put on the blue air, but I don't know. But there's it's, there's no red in it, which is there's the gold in the middle, but there's no real red in it. Mm. And they got mirrored ceilings in there too, right? Did like they? A, it looked like I there was, it was a, a drop uh, ceiling. I what was it? I thought it was just drop ceiling, but I could be wrong. It looked like there was a reflection of the, the wall oh. on the mm. on the ceiling. Huh? I could be I wrong. Possible. Maybe it's we'll not go back and watch it and then we record. Yeah. Uh, with better sound. <laughs> um, Crystal clear sound. Yeah. But we're still the same. Uh, now in Cinemascope. Uh, and yeah, so he is, he's painting uh, and he asks the job applicant if the M, uh, if it looks like it's straight. Yeah. Uh, she's like, no, nah, it looks a, little, looks a little crooked. The M's a little crooked. Yeah, the M is, yeah. is a little crooked. <laughs> and he just kind of it repeats is. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, a little, little, little crooked, huh? It's, it's yeah. like the, uh, speaking of thesis statements, that's a thesis statement for their whole relationship. Yeah. So the M yeah. is a little crooked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just leaves it, uh, puts everything back where uh, where it was. <laughs> he shoves, all, <laughs> shoves it all back. Yeah. Uh, and then they have this interview. It was him and Kim and this woman, Francesca. 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 Uh, and Jimmy's just kind of like steamrolling this yeah. this thing. Um, and Kim's not Kim's not digging it. Kim's not digging it at all. Mm-hmm. Kim's being a little more cautious. I think she's being a little more re- reasonable. Yeah. Like a, right. a regular job interview where you check references and you, yeah. you think about it. You take a bunch of interviews and I... Jimmy just saw something in her and wanted Francesca. Yeah. Um, and Who is, by the way, I don't know if you remember, this is his receptionist from Breaking Bad. I didn't remember that. Yeah. No. That's her. Okay. Which Wait. is funny because like she's talking about how she worked at the DMV and everything. Like, it just seems like, well, that's the perfect type of personality, I think, to deal with what she was dealing with yeah. like, in Breaking Bad and all of these people who were coming in and her just kind of no-nonsense yeah. uh, talk with them. Yeah. I did not. I did not remember that. Mm-hmm. A little annoyed. Well. A little annoyed at myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, There's a couple people that came up in this show, Mike, mm-hmm. that uh, were like cameo. In this episode? There was a lot episode. of Breaking Bad references in this particular what? episode. Man, yes. I... Three Francesca. Francesca for sure. Yeah. We'll get to the other yeah. two. Um, is sleep at yeah. the wheel? But they he hires Francesca mm-hmm. immediately. Like, what do you? Uh, can you work? Start working today because yeah, he needed her to start yeah. answering the phones because he was airing commercial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, Kim wasn't. You know, 
kind of putting the brakes on and he was saying you're always searching for perfection yeah which i think is is sort of like she's trying to do everything right and he's always just kind of trying to get everything Mm -hmm. done quickly and get everything done and i believe the quote that he said was perfection is the enemy of perfectly adequate (laughs) okay uh, and yeah, get get folksy uh, <laughs> on, the, on the phone yeah. and like bring up a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, on the air and this was this was fun to see her though because she was playing. Mm-hmm. She got right on board oh, yeah. with Jimmy, mm-hmm. where she's just yep. sitting there talking about the dog in the background, mm-hmm. talking about Cracker, cracker Barrel. Barrel. Yeah, and and you could tell that she was in really good match for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. She was a quick study. Yeah, really, really, really quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but she's the. Uh, receptionist from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So this is kind of where uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going to do some editing later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, talking about Cracker Barrel. Uh, talking about the the dog in the background. Yeah. The heat. Uh, are you in this? Are you still you out there in the sun? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when um, uh, she gets a phone call, which we find out is Mike. Um, she's like, this, this guy. He doesn't. He doesn't want to talk about Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Ermentrout, like like this, like yeah. Um, which was just a great moment. Mm-hmm. Um, like even that, uh, I'd have to do the uh, statistics from episode to episode, which I won't do. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this episode had less dialogue than many of the other episodes in this series. There was just so much. Uh, in the way of just waiting mm-hmm. and watching yeah. um, um, montages. Yeah. Um, so Witnessing things. Witnessing, yeah. the, the witnessing of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll get back to the, the phone call with, with Mike uh, and uh, how, that, how that relates to things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go to Ernie. Mm-hmm. Ernie Ernie shows yeah. up. Sweet dumb Ernie. <laughs> Walked right into the trap that I uh, hadn't noticed was that last time. Yeah. <laughs> if you'll go back to uh, last week's episode, I uh, I was a naive fool and took it at face value, but you guys were 100% right. Yeah. It was all a setup. Chuck. Sweet dumb Ernie. Chuck got him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the thing there was, yeah, so he's going to talk to Kim. Uh, he doesn't want to talk to Jimmy. He doesn't want to kind of get involved in that. He feels like that's a, a legal thing. He's not. He's even saying like, "I don't really know." Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little fuzzy on the legal points. Uh, so just, there should be a buffer. Yeah, uh, and Kim's the buffer, uh, and he is just he's 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 concerned. Yeah, he's looking out for Jimmy yeah. here, which uh, he just does. Mm-hmm. What do, I guess it's like we talked about last week. Uh, the way that Chuck treats him, yeah, and and we see Jimmy's interaction with uh, all the elderly people, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Francesca. Yeah, we've um, seen Jimmy's interaction with Ernie. Yeah, and with Ernie, yeah, for yeah. sure, he's uh, Ernie, just with yeah. everybody. Uh, and, and they even say in this one, though, yeah, who like everybody loves you. I think she she uh, Francesca says at some point, like everybody loves yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? Uh, so. Yeah, he goes out to the car with Kim. Uh, he's, so, he's so dumb. <laughs> so, so, I didn't want to call. You did call. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want. I don't want a phone record. Yeah, like, but you just you, called you, me. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I've already. I've already messed this up. <laughs> uh, stupid Ernie. Stupid Kim. Yeah. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Stop hitting yourself. Uh, and he's he's worried about Jimmy. Um, and then she goes in. Um, Kim goes in and grabs, grabs Jimmy, mm-hmm. uh, and just like, give me, give me a buck, give me a dollar. Um, I'm, okay, I'm now your legal counsel. Mm-hmm. Which was the, also the Breaking Bad. That's how what he did with yeah. Jesse that, and, and Walt. That I did remember. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Give me a dollar. Um, and I only have a twenty. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, still getting off pretty cheap, mm-hmm. Jimmy. Uh, so he knows. Yeah. That she knows, mm-hmm. um, and he—I think he had said something like Howard had told put him up to it. Put up, yeah, put him, put him up to it. Um, and oh, I'm sorry, Howard told her, and then she Howard, explained that it was right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, he's like, "Oh no, you, you, I was, I was there. Uh, the the whole place looked like the inside of a <laughs> <Yeah>. pop. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And I, I was just telling him that to make him feel better. He thought that he was uh, crazy. He was going crazy. And I just needed to put his put his mind at rest. Uh, and then she's like, just like knock it off. Yeah. There was, there's a tape. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy just kind of breaks. Yeah. He just kind of shuts shuts down. Um, it's kind of hard to hard to seem kind of feel mm-hmm. that way yeah. in this uh, episode. Yeah, it was a betrayal. I mean, on top of his betrayal of yeah, uh, his betrayal of Chuck, which was done, uh, it's such a minor thing to him. Yeah. Uh, but then this is a very personal betrayal from Chuck, who is taking all emotion out of it. Yeah. And I, I did find it, though, interesting. Kim, throughout this whole thing, kept saying, like, we we have to figure mm-hmm. out why he did this, and we will figure a way out mm-hmm. of this. That she was not backing down to support him. Mm-hmm. That she was going to be there no matter what. Yeah, well, she's she on legal retainer. She's on retainer. <laughs> she is yeah. on retainer now. That's 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but this uh, scene was also a little interesting because, well, color-wise, uh, in it, Francesca was wearing blue, um, and Ernie was wearing a uh, blue shirt. Usually, the past few episodes or so, he had like red in his shirt, but not this time. Hmm. He didn't have red. He had blue, and there was some greenish. And Kim's wearing a black shirt with like a red rust skirt, mm-hmm. and then Jimmy was wearing a red tie. So I just, I don't know. I could tell she was going to be on board with him like before she even talked to Ernie, like yeah. before mm-hmm. she got the full thing. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, she was. It was like ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like whatever. We will, yeah, we'll get through this. Uh, we'll figure out. Um, we got to find out why. Um, yeah. Why he recorded. She was thinking very logically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's trying, because she knew, just like Howard knew, not much you can do legally with this tape. Yeah. Yeah. She talked to a professor. Yeah. Uh, one of her old professors about, um, what the hell was it? Um, there's a like a first party first, con- yeah, or one party consent, one party consent in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, so she is, uh, she's, she's on. Yeah. She's, she's in her, in her element. Yep. She starts, <laughs> ra- she starts rattling off yeah. uh, the same things Howard rattled off. They would do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just funny talking about it uh, and watching and then knowing how things just yeah. crumble so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's at the at the office. Um, I, one of the things I love about the interactions with him and the elderly is the tail end of their meetings. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, uh, how they just kind of yeah. uh, like he's talking about bottle caps. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, bottle cap collecting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last week or the week before, well, I guess it would have been last week, uh, talking about like photographs. And, yeah. So there's always one little yeah. small detail yeah. that, and he throws in like a line uh, that I just think is fun. The, which must be a blast, right? Mm-hmm. Like as the writers, like you don't even have to come up with the funny conversation. No, just just yeah. the tail end of it, <laughs> yeah. and any and in your anything in the audience's imagination will fill in all the blanks. Yeah, oh, it's great. I can't, yeah, and I, I love imagine that the conversation never wraps up. Yeah. in the yeah. office, it's always just continuing. Like Jimmy's like doing well, what he can to drive yeah. safely. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah, uh, he's too good at what he does, and but it just wants to keep talking. Um, uh, but then we also know in that whole conversation, he's dying inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, go, yeah. please leave, sir. Yeah. I need to break down now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we see Kim is talking to him about the, the first party consent, mm-hmm. about uh, talking to her professor and how we're going to get through this and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and in the meantime, he is very in a very Chuck-like manner, mm-hmm. rolling, rolling the rolling, tape with, off, off yeah. the thumbs, off the thumbs. Now you don't yeah. want to, yeah, um, you're going to rip it off. Um, so he's kind of rolling, uh, rolling it off. And I kind of thought that Kim was going to have an issue with this W W M. Yeah, she doesn't seem. No, to she said it's nice. She's on board. Yeah. yeah, she's like it's nice. Um, yeah, she doesn't really have an issue with anything in this this episode, which again yeah. just speaks to the confidence that they have that mm-hmm. they can get things out of are, this. yeah they yeah, can they can get out of out of this uh, and she's because we, we again we know that she's not around later mm-hmm. on uh, you know well, in order for everything to go right all Jimmy has to do is not take this personally <laughs> and very logically yeah. mm-hmm. don't make any rash decisions yeah and then. Whoosh, well, she even asks him, "Are you okay?" And yeah. he said, "I'm, I'm fine." Yeah. And then she walks into the other room, which yeah. 
that's like, uh, then he rips the tape off yep. and runs out. And the right when he rips it off, it like it got all like it was all crooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, DM. Yeah, like, rip. real bad. Yeah, and then I think Mike. Yeah, I think Mike mentioned something. Like that. Mike well, did but... leave some notes. Yeah, uh, contributor to the show, Mike Henley. Yes. Uh, did watch the show. He couldn't be here, but he left some notes for us. What does he got? Um, let me see. Uh, where did he have... It looks like a stock market crash. It's exactly what I said when Jimmy was sketching the logo on the wall early in the episode. Mm-hmm. I like that they showed that in the end, Chuck was right. The paint does smear when you rip off the tape. <laughs> I winced at that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Henley. <laughs> Mike Henley. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> then we go to Howard... Mm-hmm. Is scaling walls, yeah. climbing on uh, plates terribly too. Yeah, like yeah. He quite was, terribly. He was not good at it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the he's in his lawyer gear. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's not a he's not sneaky by. Uh, I mean, he's snaky like yeah. a lawyer, sneaky. but he's not sneaky by uh, by his natural uh, disposition. No. no. And those shoes are not made for climbing. No. Mm-hmm. no. I was worried they were going to get either. scuffed up. Yeah. This this yeah, suit yeah. was also. Yep. That's an yeah. expensive suit. And it was like concrete. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, struggle over the fence. So he, he's parked several houses down, mm-hmm. and he's cutting through, like, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A terrible Ferris Bueller, <laughs> less uh, athletic, um, and is just... Like, three or four backyards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to the backyard, back door of um, Chuck's house. So he goes, he goes in there, um, where... Um, it's the, the, the PI is there, the private mm-hmm. investigator is there with him, um, and he really thinks, Chuck really thinks that Jimmy is going to break in here, because they're discussing about the, yeah. the, the costs of the private investigator, mm-hmm. um, and Chuck is just pretty adamant about, this is going to happen, He's going to sneak in mm-hmm. under the cover of night. Yeah. Uh, the cover of darkness. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fine. We'll get rid of the, the daytime yeah. PI because if he's going to do it, he's going to do it at night. Yeah. He would not come during the day. Um, and uh, <laughs> then, because uh, what, what happened here is kind of what I thought was going to happen with um, Mike last week. Uh, remember we saying that Mike is going through and doing all of these things, yeah. and then it would be like, bing bong. Uh, and, yeah, and Gus and is at the Gus door is or at something. The door. Yeah, yeah. So all of that effort for nothing, because yeah. he's, he's like one step ahead. Um, whereas on, on this side, I expected, um, uh, didn't not expect that to, that to happen. Uh, and it was just so messy. It was so messy. It was very messy. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he... Uh, would think that Jimmy would get that way. I don't think he even expected that Jimmy yeah. would blow up like that. Yeah, you ruined you ruined our family yeah. for for this. Yeah, for for a tape Kicked for what? In the door. Yeah. No yeah. wonder Rebecca left you. Oh, and you yeah. said no Which wonder was, Rebecca. Yeah. Left. Why did it take so long? There, that's a, such a big seed right there yeah. for the show. How did how did it take so long? Um, and Howard and PI guy are in the other room uh, as. Jimmy is running around, tearing things up, trying to get into the the desk where Ernie said that the the recording was mm-hmm. wrapped in foil, uh, wrapped in Jiffy Pop, uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, he rips kind up of the rips, tape, yeah, yeah. smashes it, and uh, we got witnesses. Yeah, we got witnesses. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Um, but is that an, is that a, enough? It's breaking. It's certainly breaking entering. and entering. Yeah. Sure. And destroying property. Property? Yeah, that might be yeah. it. But I, I, I don't think you can get really. He didn't really threaten him or anything. No. Uh, he didn't physically like th- th- threaten physical harm. I don't think. No. Mm. Well, he did threaten to burn this whole house. Oh, he yeah. did threaten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but and I guess I, it's more about the. I guess the threat of violence than well. I, I was thinking violence. more the of the tape, like taking ownership of it and kind of proving in a way, whoa, uh, proving in a way that what happened there was real. Like, why would he go out of his way to 
uh, smash it in, in front of people. Uh, he, of course, it wasn't supposed to be in front of Howard. Um, but they still could say, well, how do we know what's on that tape? Are they going to put it back in some sort of casing that would be able to be played? Is that, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing that These can be done questions. in this, you know, day and age? Yeah. I mean, I... Well, find out the answer to that question <laughs> and many more on next week's Breaking Good Now <laughs> in Cinemascope. Um, anywho. But so, yeah, I think yeah. the major issue is the breaking and entering. I think, probably. I would... Assume so. Yeah, I'm no legal scholar. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's a that's a pretty big one, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is also kind of funny because we recently were having a conversation with Paul Trigiani because he was saying how when he went to buy a door, he didn't realize there's like <laughs> a million doors you could get. He's Why like, doors? I just wanted a door, and I'm like, give me a door, and I said, you should have said, I want one that you can't kick in, and he said, well, oh, I brought that up, and the guy said there are no doors that are unkickable in so you can't get a door that's not kickable in apparently that was you know what you need you need a door frame that's unkickable in and oh maybe that's it maybe uh, it's the, in the I door frame it, i think the uh, word is unkickinable okay Un- unkicking in a bully either way you can't get a door that's unkickinable hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's the word sure. uh so good luck, yeah. Chuck, buying a new door. Uh, your good your witness, luck, your witness, your witness. Yup, yup, <laughs> yup. So I am a witness. I, mm-hmm. I've seen with my own, thine own eyes. Um, and uh, and uh, Howard did kind of his his stance, <laughs> his power stance, his power stance, or his hands are at a weird angle. <laughs> yeah. I am a witness. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, uh, guys, weird. Yeah, and that. Is that storyline? Yeah, uh, pretty rough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty rough stuff. I mean, we'll see again. We'll see what angle they're going at the um, the uh, the break. Whether it's the break in, whether yeah. it's really something that they can kind of deal with with the the breaking of the tape. Yeah. Um, if they have other, like maybe he did make copies or had somebody make a make a copy of it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I don't know. Well, it's funny looking back at the end of the last season. Uh, and this tape happens, we're all like, oh no, this is bad. Yeah. And then the next episode, the first episode of this season, uh, Chuck shows to Howard's, and Howard's like, yeah, yeah. you can't do anything with this. Yeah. And, and we're all like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he's up to something. Yeah. And then, like, thinking, like, if this were a normal show, they'd be like, this is going to be the story arc that stretches over the whole season. Yeah. There's a tape out there. <laughs> yeah. Episode number two. Oh, here's the tape. Smash. Oh, yeah. yeah. Broken into a million pieces. Yeah. I think it was unsalvageable. I don't I think, think so. He, he ripped it. Think he was ripping it. it. You, can't, you no. can't save that. So then they don't even know what was on the tape. So I don't think the tape really isn't anything. Yeah. The tape was the grail. Yeah. The getting there, the journey, and the crimes that he committed to get to it is the thing that's going to put him away. That's but the But I think exactly he can talk his way out you know I mean? of it, especially because it's a brother family situation. You know, sometimes emotions get high mm-hmm. in yeah. a family situation, right? Yeah, like how much time would that that be? Yeah, kicking in a door, right? Come on, not too long. No, can't. and you can paint Chuck as like a crazy person because he has no power. Mm-hmm. But that's why. That's why Howard and oh, the PI yeah, were there, right, to right. be non-crazy person witnesses. Yeah. Well, they didn't know that... No one... None no of one was knew, expecting that. No yeah. one was expecting yeah. him this just match. He's going to come in yeah. under the cover They're of night. night. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Chuck, open up the door! And Jimmy's motivation was... In, in, in respect to the fact that Chuck was right, Jimmy was going to come in and get the tape. Chuck's anticipating Jimmy's motivation is that of self-preservation, yeah. I'm going to sneak in under cover of darkness mm-hmm. and steal the one piece of evidence that could put me away for life. Yeah. But really, Jimmy's showing up because he was betrayed by his brother, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, who went to such great lengths to put himself at harm's way to deal with electricity yeah. just so he could destroy his brother. Yeah. Uh, and Chuck, that went way over his head. Yeah. I, th- I don't think he even recognizes it now while his brother's... Uh, going crazy in front of him, saying, "You did this. This is what you destroyed the family for." Yeah. This tape. Yeah. He's no a, wonder Rebecca left you. Yeah, he's a very robotic thinker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no emotion. No. 
Uh, and Jimmy's all Jimmy's all emotion. Yeah. Um, cool. Any other any other stray thoughts on on that particular storyline? Uh, let me just see if uh, we. I think we got almost everything that Mike had in his notes. Um, so this is the first com- confirmation that Rebecca left and did not die. Yeah, because so, we weren't sure okay. if she was dead. Yeah. So uh, Mike thinks that there's this might pay off later in the season. We're going to get a little further down this rabbit hole yeah. of the whole Rebecca Maybe some more flashbacks. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, he said, I like the implication that Chuck is wrong about his brother in so many ways, yet in the broad strokes he's 100% right about and right about more or less predicting his behavior sometimes. This is very bad for Jimmy. Yeah. But yeah, like what I just said, uh, he's right for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So which I think is... It's so perfect... It's perfectly on brand for his character to be so right for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Going to move on to Mike Ermintrout's Philly Cop. Former Philly Cop, <laughs> Mike Ermintrout. Um, so te- the Gus team, Team mm-hmm. Gus. Team Gus. Is following, uh, is being followed. Yes. Um, these these are these are notes that I wrote in my fever dream. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Gus. Oh, yeah, team. we should mention that Mike was hopped up on goofballs for most of today, <laughs> and it's just wearing off yeah. now. So yeah. if he sounds a little lethargic. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not a lie. Um, yeah. So uh, Team Gus is being followed by Mike. That's pretty much where we left off with mm-hmm. with uh, last week's episode. Uh, and Mike's uh, doing what Mike does, uh, kind of at the at the uh, far edge mm-hmm. of this uh, of this radar um, signal because um, he loses it for a little bit and then he kind of speeds up just mm-hmm. to kind of make sure that he's still still there um, and then we just see because this lasts a while too mm-hmm. um, this yeah. this whole sequence is, is a good it long took while. wonderfully long <laughs> it was great um, yeah and this is something Mike mentioned in the thing how um, he said I really love this Mike stuff the slow pace of the Mike stuff and how the show re- uh, requests patience for these Mike scenes. And he says they make it, for lack of a better word, boring. Yeah. Uh, like, really emphasizing how real detective work is, as opposed to, like, detective TV shows and detective movies, how everything's, like, bang, bang, flashy sequences. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and really just sitting down and doing, like, listening to the stuff, on, listening to a baseball game on a transistor, transistor radio and eating, eating nuts and just waiting. Mm-hmm. There's so much waiting with this yeah. detective work. Yeah. And watching from afar through binoculars and and mirrors, yeah, it's pretty amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're just watching uh, Team Gus go through all of their hidey holes, mm-hmm. uh, all their mm-hmm. blind drops. Yeah, uh, just picking things up. Uh, did any of you? What, what was it? Was it money? What was? What were they picking up? I think they were picking up the payments. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and this kind of is going back to Mike. In Breaking Bad, with his tag along, um, Jesse Pinkman doing his daily drops, uh, yeah. daily pickups, daily pickups, all around town, mm-hmm. yeah, the greater Albuquerque area. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so going through all the hidey holes, uh, and then um, it's the it's the morning. We end up in the parking lot of I don't know where. <laughs> um, uh, I think we we knew pretty. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the color scheme immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they kind of zoomed, but they zoomed out real slow. They like, were super slow. That was the one scene of the episode that just felt so ham handed. Yeah, like, okay, we know. If you didn't know by now, get a load of this. Yeah. Especially because. The the show for the most part has done a great job of just having those things yeah. there rather than just about. like in your face. Yeah. About it. And if you're not if you're watching Better Call Saul and having never seen uh, Breaking Bad, which again it's weird, but I get it. I, it's been explained to me, and I understand. <laughs> but it's so weird to me. Yeah. Uh, but if you're watching this without any understanding of Breaking Bad. Pulling out to show the sign means nothing. <laughs> like you're not gaining anything. Yeah. But anybody that's a Breaking Bad fan would kn- they would know what know. the yeah. they know what the restaurant is. Yeah. So I, I have no idea other than who that was being for. so unsubtle. Yeah. Who that was for? Yeah. Um, yeah. So zoom out. Boom. Boyos Um And that's 
that's the open. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it took a, took a while. Uh, patience, no dialogue mm-hmm. yeah. uh, through throughout. Super long wide shots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, just generally good, good TV, good TV watching mm-hmm. um, for patient people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For patient people. Bad TV good watching TV for, people. for patient people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I we felt like the episode went really, really quickly it too, did. which is funny. Yeah. How? Yeah, like, I looked up and it was quarter eleven already. How uh, slow, sort of that was, but yet it moved quickly to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was also uh, a little bit longer, right? Wasn't it? Like oh, an it was. Hour it and was like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah. So to, for it to feel like it was pretty quick, and yeah. it was actually longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, con- especially considering little dialogue, yeah, uh, and just the the montages um, is pretty pretty great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty there great was stuff. one there was one montage that made me laugh uh, just because of how short it was. Like there was one montage when they came back to I guess when Jimmy came back, and I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Yeah, when fine. Jimmy comes back to do the Pueblos Hermanos yeah. stakeout, uh, there's a little like people working at a restaurant, da-da-da, and it was like. Five seconds tops of a montage, and then we're in the scene. I, I might have uh, blinked through that one. I think, like, I was looking down at my iPad from the commercial, and I looked up, and it had already, it like, was, I feel like it was the outside, yeah, it was the outside of yeah, the building. Yeah, it was outside the building. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was a very Breaking Bad, like, like just people coming in and out, and, like, real yeah, quick. Okay. And I'm so, like, yeah. like, we're so used to these great montages that yeah. they throw at us, yeah. that it was just, like, a just hint, a like, it was, like, a little aperitif of, yeah. a, <laughs> of a montage. Uh... So we'll we'll cut back to the office uh, where um, this guy is on the phone. Mm-hmm. Does not want to talk about crack. He's <laughs> not having it. Um, Jimmy McGill, sorry, he is in a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, just put him on the phone. Just you know, yeah. let me let me talk to him. I'm sure. Um, I don't give a fuck about Cracker Barrel. And what does he call her? A pip. She's, she's a pip. She's yeah. a real pip. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thanks for crushing her yeah. spirit on the first day. Yeah. Um, so uh, he asks. Uh, ask. If you can meet for breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was also at a car lot. Yeah, he was getting a new car so that way it didn't look like his other car. Right. So he could sit outside Poyos right. without um, yeah. this guy. This yeah, guy this guy's one in, step ahead of everybody. He is in... Or one step ahead of a lot of people. With the exception, of, with the exception people. of having his go-to guy being James McGill. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so oh, he's new to the area. Yeah, you know <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of contacts. It's understandable. Uh, so Jimmy, Mike is explaining everything that he wants Jimmy mm-hmm. to do uh, as Jimmy is kind of starting to go through it. So it's a little overlapping, which is nice. Um, and Jimmy, he's so he's walking Jimmy through things. Um, and Jimmy, I don't know. Jimmy's been a little, little conspicuous. Yeah. I was actually quite surprised because Slippin' Jimmy yeah. is a guy who is good at finding a mark, watching people, yeah. and 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 tr- sort of blending in. And I was, I thought that was very out of character. Yeah, me too. Unless Especially it was because in- he did say like, "Oh, well, what's in the bag? Is it drugs? Is it money? Like maybe it's because he knows this it could be mm-hmm. a." real bad guy maybe that's what it is but he's usually yeah. i would think he would have been able to pull this off better yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, as as a seasoned con man yeah it felt a little bit like a writer's putting goofy stuff in yeah mm-hmm. um i mean he's halfway in the trash can mm-hmm. yeah um which yeah i mean it was it was fun to watch yeah but again uh in the grand scheme of this show it i think it stands it stands out as a scene Weirdly, throughout the the three seasons, yeah, so far, still fun to watch. Like just how he's staring him down, like you, you feel like he would be better. And he didn't eat that. anything. Yeah, getting like, up and moving closer. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just seemed not like seemed using not reflections like, or yeah, anything. Slipping Jimmy, yeah, who did this for years in a bar, yeah. just staking people out mm-hmm. and figuring out what their deal is without being too obvious. Yeah. Uh, so, where are we? He orders the Poyos Classic. It was three dollars yeah. nineteen cents. What is it? And asks for ketchup, That's, not salsa. Yeah. So can we take a little meander? Out? <laughs> what could that possibly be? It's a breakfast item. He's eating breakfast, yeah. right? At a chicken place. This is place. the breakfast hour at a chicken place in the southwest. So salsa is offered. Yeah. Chicken is part of the meal. <laughs> it's a breakfast item, so I'm guessing eggs have to be in there, right? 
I don't know, but Would he looked like eggs? he was picking. It Could looked be. almost like a piece of chicken, but then you can, he never really fully picked it up. Okay, but so also, is the Poyos classic <laughs> just maybe maybe we're at lunchtime now? I thought it was the morning Possible. though because of the right because he ordered a coffee and maybe because that's when Mike saw Mike, it the day before. Exactly. Or possibly it's like Chick Fil A where you can yeah it's breakfast time but you can get a you throw a piece of chicken on a biscuit yeah. and it's, it's just going to be a, yeah. and if it's called the Pollo's Classic that's a thing that's on the menu all day oh, and yeah. it would feel like that would be chicken but also I would all. Uh, so when we were in New Mexico, it wasn't even really salsa. It was a uh, red chili, green chili. Yeah, it wasn't salsa that they would offer everywhere. It just seems strange. I'm baffled at what could, and it only cost three dollars and nineteen cents. Yeah, including the coffee. Including the yeah. coffee. We so just have major issues with this pollo scene. I'm yeah, confused as <laughs> what that meal could. I just can't be. follow this whole scene. It's just too confusing to me. I mean, it's a great deal, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the guy ordered the number three with potatoes and extra salsa. But I don't know what that but is either. He went bold with the salsa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he does show up. Uh, yes. And Jimmy, like we said, is just kind of uh, sore thumbing. Yeah. Sore thumbing it. Uh, sugar in this coffee and then <laughs> yeah. it tastes terrible. Yeah. And then doing a casual, yeah. casual lean against the, the soda machine. Yeah. yeah. Psst. He's uh, got the Baja Blast all over his arm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he, he watches and he watches and he watches, but doesn't see anything. No. Um, so he thinks like, oh, yeah, I probably dumped it into the dumped it into the mm-hmm. trash. But he, someone did come sweeping by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, in the background, and mm-hmm. he's just so close to the real mm-hmm. issue, and he does he doesn't know at this point mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, uh, and I felt like there were a few times where something was like. They were kind of almost messing with you in a way because there would be somebody in the background, uh, but it would be super blurry, mm-hmm. and then they would kind of focus in. It's like, nope, not him. Uh-huh. Uh, focus yeah. in, nope, nope, not him. But uh, then you see that yellow shirt. Yeah. Can't be anybody else. Uh, Dean, big brother almighty. <laughs> Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. Um, and he dives into that trash can, uh-huh. um, up to his shoulders, I think, mm-hmm. um, maybe even a little past, because he has a little trouble kind of getting yeah. out, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Gus, Gus is there, can I help you? Like, yeah. Anything? Um, yeah, my watch, my watch, uh, it's got a yeah. funky band or something like that. And Regular Slip right Jimmy off. finally kicked yeah. in. Yeah, at that point, yeah. throwing his watch in the garbage to be in there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he's looking uh, for any kind of any anything that was dropped, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess nothing. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Well, we did see uh, Gus sweep by him. Uh, I was hoping that it would just break Jimmy's constant stare and break his concentration for a second. <coughs> yeah, and and he'd be like, "Oh, I'm uh, just eating some food here, sir." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he swept by the guy, and my guess is that he kind of said, uh, "You're made." And then mm-hmm. the the guy took off. Yeah, and you and without the, making yeah, it drop. and it was it's very Gus because like how Gus kind of in the the first time we mm-hmm. met him when he wouldn't. Uh, talk, to Walt. talk to Walt. Like I feel like he's very he's careful in his yeah, restaurant. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, makes makes sense. Uh, and then you just kind of uh, hit the bricks, and uh, then Jimmy is debriefing Mike on everything that happened um, across the street. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dead uh, end. In his mm-hmm. yeah, there was a dead end. <laughs> in yeah, his very very yeah, his yellow car with a red door. Yeah, come on, guys. Get your shit together. <laughs> While uh, Gus sweeps outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they drive off, mm-hmm. and we get that uh, standing up foreground mm-hmm. Gus mm-hmm. with that concerned look on his face mm-hmm. like these fuckers. Yeah. yeah. These bastards. Um, he's on it. So yeah. I, he's watching the reflection, just another reflection. We don't see the reflection, but that's him watching In against the, the, window. the window yeah. of that car <laughs> conversation. Yeah. A lot of that in this episode. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it for for that part. Yeah. Uh, and then we go to Mike following the signal to the desert. Well, a, a Cadillac Escalade pulls up very uh, oh, right, yeah. rapidly. Re- rec- yeah. Recklessly. Very yeah. recklessly. Yes. Um, and stops for a little bit. And pulls then, around and back. Then, yeah. yeah. Tires um, squealing. Yeah. 
rolls uh, down the window. Rolls down his window. Mm-hmm. Victor. Extinguishes his cigarette. Victor. Yeah. Victor. No. yeah. At first I wrote down box cutter guy, but... Um, <laughs> Victor. <laughs> then I looked up the name and it's Victor. Uh, so Victor is uh, just... Leading him, yeah. yeah, leading leading him here. Mike is being played and doesn't really realize it at, the, mm-hmm. at this. At He's this made. Point. He is, he is <laughs> made, um, and uh, he he drives and not a great shot over the the hill, yeah, mm-hmm. um, with the with the heat lines yeah. heat lines coming up and um, just visually it's just really mm-hmm. really cool. Um, and then he walks down um, and then the phone phone starts ringing. Um, what does he say? Just, I think he, he just picks says, it up. Yeah. And he, th- he kicks the gas. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, sitting on the it's gas on cap the in gas the middle cap. of the street. The phone. Says, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Peter Gould, Vince Gilligan, yeah. executive producers. <laughs> yep. uh, so Gus knows. Yep. Gus is leading him. They're, they're they're having some sort of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I'm assuming like the next episode. Uh, I didn't. Did you watch the? We did next, a little yeah. bit in preview or, or the, but I don't. Really it was pretty Mad Menny, and it was mostly <laughs> about um, Jimmy, Jimmy and Chuck. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so we'll we'll see Mike going to mm-hmm. meet with with Gus at, at some point. Uh, do you think he's gonna rope like Nacho? Into into anything, or is Nacho sure. off the? Uh... I, I feel like Nacho's in the other camp. Right. Though. Yeah. Nacho's part of the uh, uh, Salamanca the Salamanca, the Salamanca yeah group, and I feel like. And we know yeah. that Mike is attached to um, Gus Fring when yeah. we first meet him. Yeah. He's yeah. he's attached to both. He's the he's the conduit between the Chicken Man and, and Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I feel like both of them. Probably appreciate what the other one can do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm, I bet Gus is very impressed with Mike figuring all of this out, and you know, like tailing him back, yeah. and like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Mike be only the beginning made, of a beautiful. Friendship. Mike only made one mistake. <laughs> yeah, and it, was, and it was Jimmy. <clears throat> and it was Jimmy. Yeah, which again seems odd. Yeah. Thought he'd be better. Yeah, at that. right. He should be better at that. Yeah. Anywho, um, we did forget, uh, or I, I forgot uh, to mention one one quick thing, uh, and that was, uh, hey, who's got your who's got your back? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so is this? Uh, is this? <laughs> he set aside the whole morning. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna go do to um, so stick out. Yeah. We get, Tell what him. What are gonna do. You got you got some you got some good stuff. Set aside the whole morning. Um, uh. No, and he just reaches yeah. across and opens up the door yeah. and like, get the fuck out. You're done here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Work here is done. Yeah. Well, Mike might have thought he would have been better, too. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marco would be so disappointed. <laughs> right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, any other uh, from the from the color file? Um, All files. Color files. Uh, the the whole Poyos sort of th- throws things off only because those colors were already established in Breaking Bad and they yeah. use colors differently in that yeah. series. So, like the yellow doesn't mean as much yeah. there. But um, oh boy, is it iconic! It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's about just the primary colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was nice to see it. Yeah, it was, it was nice, nice to be to back it. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Though I mean, I still have that worry that now that Gus Fring, this huge. Mega villain from the other show yeah. is in this show. It's gonna take like it's kind of taken over. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a standalone show yeah. for the first two seasons for right. sure. It would get little bits like oh, the- here's a little nod to the other show. Here's a little nod yeah. to the other show. This is Huge. a prequel yeah. to Breaking Bad. Yeah, I-, I mean, I guess what they could do is that it is a contained season mm-hmm. uh, and then depending on how long how long is this thing supposed to go five seasons five seasons I believe um, uh, that there's some sort of thing later on so he doesn't just play he's not here the entire time yeah, yeah. yeah we did, somebody that might, might yeah, do some stuff that for last time that, uh, but not always we could jump around time too yeah um yeah, uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm all right with yeah. it. Yeah, we'll um, see what happens. It's uh, there's a lot of adventures to have, and maybe yeah. we can find out what the Poyos Classic is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. three nineteen. What is three dollars nineteen cents for maybe. a Poyos Classic 
and a and coffee. a coffee. We'll have to watch the. We'll have to the watch extras. the commercials. The pollo, oh, yeah. Yeah. maybe they'll maybe, tell maybe you what it is. There. Yeah. Hmm. I think the salsa was free. Oh, salsa. I think I don't know. Maybe. But why would you want salsa? <laughs> you want with extra chicken. salsa? Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you, I can't remember if she said the price before or after the extra salsa. <laughs> I think it was after. Okay. It's going to eat us yeah. up. Yeah. So salsa um, might be extra. There's absolutely no way cool. of knowing. So let's oh, uh, right, wrap sure. up with some some plugs. This is the week. Plug it up. This yeah. is the week. This is the week. This is the week. Uh, Thursday, April 20th, Secret Pants has an all-new uh, set at the Philadelphia Sketch Fest at the Adrian Theater, 8.30 p.m. Yeah. This is the big one. Uh, the entire weekend, uh, Thursday through Sunday, is all Sketchfest, plus the second annual Philly Sketchfest Film Festival is on Wednesday at the Roxy Theater. Uh, I will be in Secret Pants at 8.30 on uh, Thursday at the Adrian Theater. I'll also be part of Swedish on Sunday at the Ruba Club at 1200 Cavill Hill. I mean, not the Ruba Club. Uh, that's Saturday. I will be at Underground Arts, 1200 <laughs> Callow Hill. Uh, you have the right address. Yeah, I got the right address. Just show up and follow the line of people. Yeah. Everyone's going to it. Everybody. And that's also at 830, but every single show, just about, there might be a few duds in there. I'm not going to say uh-huh. everybody's great, but there's a lot of really good groups that are uh, From the U.S. and Canada. U.S. and Canada. Canada. Yeah. yeah. Um, Several coasts. Yeah. <laughs> North coast. <laughs> West coast. <laughs> Center coast, like Chicago, mm-hmm. the Chicago coast, the Chicago coast. Um, cool. As for me, this is Mike. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike Marbach, uh, and you can go to watercooler.com, w o o d e r c o o l e r dot com for this podcast, as well as others that we do, uh, including Reheated, the Leftovers podcast. So if you watch the Leftovers season three, the final season on HBO, we do a podcast for that as well, which you uh, could check out there. Uh, and you can also get it through iTunes. Uh, you can see me every Monday at 9 p.m. at the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, every at, Monday? Every Monday at 9 p.m. until they make it, until they stop it, um, <laughs> in the Seltzer Hour. Uh, and it's uh, me uh, performing a, um improv comedy, a cool, refreshing improv comedy <laughs> with Mike Marbach and friends. Uh, and it's a different show, at least one different set of improv every single oh. every single week uh, with uh, other duos that I do hubba hubba with uh, David Danella from other podcasts if you listen you'll know that name uh, as well as uh, Michigas with Kristen Christian Shear um, cool and if you're interested if you're in the Philly area and you're listening uh, you can go to fitcomedy.com and uh, check out classes we offer classes in improv sketch acting and stand up uh, and they are 25 bucks off right now, so go to fitcomedy.com and uh, get involved. Uh, there's a lot of good things to uh, to see and do, uh, including Philly Sketch Fest this week. Uh, all of those dates are on Watercooler's events calendar as well, uh, so check that out. That's it. All right. Thank you both. Yeah. Thank you, Michael, for the notes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Rate and review, and you can get a uh, Need a Will Call McGill t-shirt. Dean Big Brother Almighty! <laughs>